Bokar Tov, we are uh, in Mizmor number Nun He. 55. Wow, what a number. To the story of David running away from Avshalom. Now towards the end of Shemuel Bet, after David has consolidated his reign, his rule over Am Israel, and things seem to be going well, starting about at the time with the sin of Bathsheba, things start to deteriorate for David. And one of the things that deteriorated was that he had a son of Shalom, very handsome, good looking. He tries to take over the throne. By ousting his father And he almost succeeds Because David at one point Has to leave Yerushalayim in shame And run away before his son could come His son was being advised by A wise man named Achitofel And by the Tanakh's own report Achitofel was the wisest of Of the, of the uh, Advisors and anything he said would come true, meaning he, he, knew, he knew the political landscape well enough to know exactly what kind of advice to give, and typically his advice was spot on. This Mizmor talks about how David felt when he heard that Achitofel, this advisor of Shalom, was previously David's friend slash advisor. What did David feel when he heard that Achitofel was amongst the enemy? Was among the enemy. Now, does the do the psukim say that explicitly? No, Never. it doesn't tell us that. Oh, this mizmor is about David. When some mizmorim and said this is the mizmor when David ran away from Avshalom his son. In this mizmor, we don't have any the 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 story that the, the the psalm itself doesn't tell us any of the backstory, but the chachamim have given us some backdrop, and you'll see why it, it kind of makes sense to put it into that. Into that Achitofel story because you'll see what David's complaint is. Okay, so you begin David. Now, one of the obvious things about this mizmor that we'll see why would the why the Chachamim would attribute it to the story of Shalom is because it's a classic psalm of David in deep distress and is worrying about his enemies. So it gives us a few options between Shaul as and you know, Shalom. Exactly. Business as usual. Okay. Lamasak is Maskil David for the chief musician on a stringed inst- instrument, a contemplation by David. Listen to my prayer, God, and do not ignore my plea. Lead me and answer me. Arid as I, as I go in and lament with my speech, and I cry out, ahima is like to to cry, sihi uh, means is is to speak or to pray. Okay? So listen to me and answer me as I as I go into my as I lament with my speech and I cry out, mikol oyev akat rasha. What am I crying out from? From the sound of the enemy, the enemy's voice. From the oppression of the wicked, for they are casting evil upon me, and they hate me with wrath. 
My heart is fearful within me. And terrors of death descend upon me. Wow. It, it, the, That's crazy, the, yeah? What David... And, and for David to have experienced this at so many different times in his life is an, yeah. is an incredible thing. This is not only his friend, it's also his son. Yeah. It's, it's even worse. I'll tell you a personal thing I've been thinking about. That the level of fear David is experiencing. Baruch Hashem, in our day today, we don't... This level of fear is, is rare. You know, some people, we, we develop anxieties about things. But to be genuinely fearful for one's life is rare in the, in the, in, in the person's typical life. And, and this is getting me to think about... Yesterday, I was sitting in the office, and then I was reading the news... And I realized that, that right now there's a very big economic problem in China with their real estate industry and they're about to go, the real estate industry is about to go like bankrupt. And I was thinking, wow, we're not even taking that into account because if China's economy goes into depression, then it's, pro- it's going to affect us. And we are already in a recession. So I started getting very scared. And oh my gosh, so many people, all, all of our parnasa, what's going to happen? And it was like, and, and I was thinking about, wow, I've just been, for the past hour, I've been very anxious about what's going to be with us economically in, in terms of our panasa. Imagine what David felt. This is life. Yeah, this whenever it's, it's a life-threatening. That little thing caused me so much anxiety, I couldn't think for a couple of hours. <laughs> David Amelech, his life. life was on the line for years, for years he had to worry about this. Imagine, imagine the stress. Imagine the intensity, right? Interesting right. is. So maybe maybe whenever we worry about China's economic collapse, we should read Tehillim. He, he was writing the poem. Yes, this was At the, the way same to, time. This yeah. was the way to Del uh, Shacharichon. Yeah, that's why they resonate so much because you feel it. Look at these words. My heart is dying within me. I am fearful of death. Why is he fearful of death? Is he considered well? He's not really a prophet. Doesn't talk to Hashem. Uh, no, he uses prophets to communicate with God. Okay, so if he knows that in the next number of Bible is like you're gonna go to Gan or whatever. So, so that's so. So I like what you're asking. Right? Why would David be afraid? He shouldn't he have a munah that okay they get him he goes to Gan Eden. Exactly. But that's also why David is so real. You know, sometimes uh, there are two types of rabbis. The rabbis that will come to you and be and they'll say, you should have complete emunah Nothing to be afraid of. Everything's going to be good. Everything's going to be fine. And then, let's say I go to my rabbi. And I say, Rabbi, I'm very scared. My, my business, the economy is starting to, 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 to deteriorate. I don't know what's going to be. And my rabbi tells me that. There's a part of me that says like, okay, but if you only knew. You know, <laughs> if you only knew what the stress is like, right? But then you have, you have the rabbi that says, life is difficult. There is suffering. There is tragedy in life. life. It's part of life. Yeah, it's, you may have a difficult two years. You know, It may get very, very difficult out there. But you know what? You have to accept. That's a very different statement yes. from everything's going to be good, nothing to worry about. Approaches and two it's, a different, it's a different approach. It's a different approach. And I think one of the reasons David it resonates with us is because he doesn't say, I didn't have fear. I, he, he, he says, I had fear. My fear was there. It's not like I didn't have these emotions. I was terrified. My life was in danger. And whenever you're that anxious and the, the fear is that immediate, 
it's not really that possible to just say, okay, I have Amuna, I'm going to Gan Eden, nothing to worry about, I'm going to smile and be cheerful. It's not, sometimes it get, the anxiety gets to a level where it's... It the question is, was he really fearful or was he just trying to connect? No, he was fearful. No, I think he was fearful. Because his son, the revolt of his son was big. What he was, that the son had a... No, forget, forget his son. Even, even when he's running away from Shaul, to have the king of Am Israel with all of his resources running after you, and you have a couple of hundred men who are not even a, a, trained he's, warriors. He's more human. That, that's, exactly, that's what I like. Meaning, he's not this robot who, Emunah who, and Hashem comes naturally, and, and all of the fears in life, he just brushes them away because he's a complete Emunah, and he closes his eyes to all the dangers of the world. He's human. He, he feels the same fears that we feel. You know what I mean? Right. He gets anxious and he, he doesn't know what to do with that. He doesn't, it's not easy for him to just get it out of his heart. Okay, I have Amuna. Close my eyes. I wish we should all get to that level, but. Even but, he was a very big fighter, I mean, he was a very good, you know, general, the way, like a general, like a king. You need to have fear to be such a good fighter. Yes. You need that fear yes. aspect. That's you know? true. Like right. in business, you have to be fearful yes. of mistakes. Not to make most mistakes. Right. So fear is part of it. So. <laughs> yeah, that's again, that's something. I don't know. Maybe I stepped out of line when I when I say that there are two, two kinds of uh, of approaches to emunah. But I really do feel that that's one of the strengths of Tehillim. It's that it doesn't sugarcoat the difficulties emunah, in life. What you said is correct, but there is one. Sometimes you know you feel that maybe you don't deserve. That's why you get worried. Yeah. They're also Yaakov Avinu. The Gemara says that Yaakov Avinu had that same back, fear. Yes. So why was Yaakov scared of uh, of of Lavan? Why was he scared when of his of? Didn't he know that his descendants were going to be a great nation? Abraham was scared. Right. I, I don't know, but look at look at Yaakov. So Yaakov gets scared of his of when he whenever. But Yaakov was already promised that his descendants are going to be yes. great. So why would he be scared? Does maybe it? the Amuna is not enough. You have to do something yourself too. Okay, maybe. I, 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 do, I do agree. I, think, I happen I to agree with that. But the Gemara, the Gemara says, exactly what Jacob says, that Yaakov said, yeah, I know God promised me that my descendants maybe, would be great. But maybe I did but something wrong and yes. I lost that, that zikhut. Yes. That's something the Gemara says. When you walk so every day. So Hashem has instilled this uh, tool, fear, yes. to keep us in check. Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't know. Yes, yes. I don't know yes, why we have here. Maybe. So. Yes. Okay. This is the only way we're gonna we're not gonna we're gonna go on the right path. If you don't have the fear, if you're not scared, you're yeah. not going on the right path. But but uh, again, I, I like the point you bring up because it's very. It's you hear a lot of classes about you have to have emunah, you have to never worry about work. If you don't even go to the office, Hashem will still give you your parnasah. Nothing to worry about in life. Eh, don't be ever being. And then there are people like me who are very anxious people and who who. It's not that easy to just get the anxiety, right? It's not that easy to get the anxiety out of your heart. It's about half of us are like that. Half of the people have had anxiety. Right? It's not that easy. And then whenever somebody speaks to you for real, says, I experience it, but I put my faith in God and I pray. That's real. How you can, that you can re- resonate with you because it's not, okay, it's not on the level of angels. It's something that's realistic to achieve. Okay, uh, David is scared also. I'm scared. It's acceptable to be scared. Now, what do you do with it? You yeah. pray, and he's, and he's doing it. Fear and trembling enter me, and horror has enveloped me. He said, if only I had wings like a dove, I would have flown away and rested somewhere far. 
uh, to be protected from enemies. Right. I would wander far away and reside in, in the wilderness. I would, I would hasten to find a place of refuge from the stormy wind and the storm. Now he turns to God and he says, Please God, therefore for my enemies who are conspiring against me and they're plotting against me and especially this guy Achitofel who's in Excellent advisor. From there, he turns into. And now he turns into. He turns to God and he says, "God, now mix up, confuse them, and split up their tongue." For I have seen injustice and strife in the city. Okay, so the the way the Chachamim understand this pasuk is whenever David left Yerushalayim. He had, he had to leave the capital because that's where Avshalom was coming, and Avshalom came and took over the capital, and then Avshalom ran and David ran away from the capital. So now, when David is talking about the city, he's talking about what they've made of Yerushalayim, all of his enemies of Avshalom and the, his advisors. Okay, and now he asks God, please confound them and split up their tongue. Now, what could it mean? Split up their tongue? Don't be too, they're not going to be united. Uh, d- don't don't have. Don't let them be united in their in their advice, and that's actually what happens whenever uh, Achitofel wants to give advice to Avshalom. He gives advice to Avshalom that you should get David while he's weak and tired, catch him with a small army, and then one of David's allies named uh, Hushai, I think Hushai Arki, he went up to Avshalom and he gave him the opposite advice, just just to sabotage just to sabotage Achitofel's advice. And he gave him bad advice, and he ended up taking the bad advice, right? So exactly what David prays for in this pasuk ends up happening, where he split up their advice, and he confused them. And if Avshalom was thinking straight, he would have listened to Achitofel, and he would have won, right? Pasuk Yud Aleph. Day and night they encircle its walls And there is iniquity and mischief within Right, all these people that are in Yerushalayim There is evil and there is sin within Yerushalayim now There is disasters within Yerushalayim And there is no There is no limit to the deceit And the, the lies that are in the streets Meaning the places become very corrupt Which uh, we'll, we'll pause there I want to just make one We'll con- finish the, the rest of it Probably on Thursday Because I can imagine Tomorrow will be a little bit tired But But um, The This is a very interesting point He's making He's saying The second Avshalom Took over Yerushalayim What was it filled with? Lies And deceit And corruption Now why would that be? I was thinking about this last night That's because What was Avshalom's motivation? Power. What was Achitofel's motivation? Power. What were all of his people's motivations? Power. Now, whenever they come and they're trying to oust the good king, what do they come? They say, we're going to solve the injustices. We're going to solve all the issues in the world. We're going to uh, get back at the rich for not paying their fair share. But if everybody involved and who's saying that stuff, they're doing it for power, the second they get into the power... The corruption begins automatically. So Yerushalayim will be filled overnight with corruption because all of the people who are coming in, their motivations is power. Now another thing about this is that not only will it be filled with corruption, all of those people are going to start to turn against one another. Meaning they'll use one another 
to get into power. But then once it's them against each other, because then then they, they, they have no allegiances. They don't love each other. They all they're all in it for themselves. So between Achitofel and Avshalom, the Chachamim even say that Achitofel, his whole goal was to take the kingship from Avshalom. He wasn't just helping Avshalom for Avshalom's sake, right? Wow. So the idea is that once, when you have a set of society that's, that's, that's determined to achieve power, and they get power, you'll see two things. Corruption, sure. because that's why they're in there in the first place, and infighting, because... When somebody is in it for the power, they have, what's why would they care for the other bro? Okay, so what? They both have a a, a D next it's to their exactly name. Exactly what's happening today, right? So so I see it a lot today. You see it with the politicians. They come and they say we're going to change things. We're going to fight against the rich. Like for example, I I don't want to bring politics into it, but it's just funny that Nancy Pelosi makes a career on. You have to make the rich pay their fair share. This is not right. They have to pay higher taxes. The, the woman's worth like $150 million. And all of it is made on very, very, very well-timed stock trades. And there are people, it's, it's hilarious, there, but there's, there's, a Twitter, there's a Twitter account that reports all of uh, Nancy Pelosi's stock trades for advice to people who want to trade. <laughs> Meaning if you want to make good, good stock trades, follow... Yes. I mean, the point is, I'm sure this happens on both sides of the aisle for those of us who are, uh, you know, don't want to take a political side. But, but the point is, what these people, they're not in it for, they're not sadikim. They're coming in it because they want power. So the second they come into power, of course there's going to be corruption because that was what their, the point was in the first place. So you see, the second the people come into Yerushalayim against David, the streets are filled with corruption and everything. And, and they, they have no loyalty to one another either. So, you know, that... that Hashem, that's a good thing. That is a good thing. It means they, they can't stand. Baruch Adonai Lalam. Amen. 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 Amen.